We're tired of fighting for what we deserve We're all pissed off and we demand to be heard When shit hits the fan, it's Anne and Diane Holding it down at the Hot Flash Report Hello Hot Flash. <laughs> this is the Hot Flash Report, January 22nd, 2022 The 49th anniversary of Roe versus Wade this is Ann Rose and Diane Durses, and this is the first Hot Flash Report, because we're kind of pissed off. Diane, tell us a little bit about your history with the abortion industry and why you're pissed off. Well, you know, the let's be succinct. We're not going to see a 50th anniversary of Roe v. Wade, and the thought of women in this country not being able to make the decision of whether or not to become a parent it's horrifying. It's frightening. You and I, frightening. Absolutely. You and I have both worked with these women. We understand the desperation involved when you're pregnant and don't want to be. Unfortunately, many of the women out there never have lived through not having this. this well, most um, of them. We were probably absolutely. the last generation that, that did. You know, you know we're, we're old. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's why we understand what it means that in our lifetime to have had this right, you neither one of us would have been able to do the things we have done without having had the ability to have an abortion. Right. Now, let's recap. The Supreme Court decision of 1972 legalized abortion all throughout the country. And uh, right now, your clinic in Jackson is at the center of another Supreme Court case which was argued last month in December of 2021. And uh, the decision could come down any minute or it could be as late as June or July. And it's not looking good. No, not at all. Uh, I think um, from even listening to the arguments itself, it was clear that the Trump appointees are going to do what they were put on the court to do. And that is set women's rights back centuries and so here's what will happen. If they rule against the legalization of abortion, Roe versus Wade, there's 12 states that will immediately, it will be, immediately become illegal because they have trigger laws already on the books. And there's about another 14 states that soon thereafter will enact laws that will make abortion illegal. That means 26 states more than likely um, will not have legal abortion. And 50% of women seeking abortions won't have any access at all. And the average mile or distance that a woman will have to travel to get an abortion will be 276 miles. That's horrifying. That's if she's lucky. If you she's, think yeah. that it's, uh, you know, that's if she's lucky. Let's say that, you know, in another six to eight months, we've lost everything in the South. And you're talking a woman right. in Alabama, Mississippi, no Louisiana, n no Oklahoma. I mean, you're talking women who are going to have to drive six or 700 miles if they can't afford a plane ticket. The only and, places where it'll be legal, we know of, are really the California area and the New York area. Right. And Absolutely. Chicago, the Illinois should be okay. But generally, there'll be a, a drought around those areas, and especially in the south and southeast. It's just, um, you know, I think both of us have read so many of these articles that are saying this is really not a big deal because we have the pill available. We can oh. mail the pill out. 
Well, I got news for you. If you think these people in Texas are going to let you mail pills into that state without putting you in jail and you spending a great deal of time, you've got another thing coming. Well, and and the same people who uh, were the insurrectionists uh, against the Capitol uh, back a year ago are the same ones that for years have been attacking abortion clinics. Absolutely right. I think they've, they've, yeah, they've, they've proven that almost everyone that's been jailed, they've been jailed numerous times in front of every clinic in this country because they're anti-women. They're anti-women. Anti-women and anti, uh, I I don't know what, why are they spending so much time and so much of their life on putting other people down and instead of going out and living their lives? That's what I don't understand about these people. It is that I think too, though I think that I think they they view women who have been able to make decisions in their lives as enemies now. You know, the, a lot of these a lot of these survivalists think they are the well, actually they do. They control the whole family. What they say goes, you know, and and that's not really the position of most families in this country. I don't think. And I guess they think women and Im- immigrants and everybody else has taken their rightful jobs and their rightful uh, money. Absolutely right. And you know, I, I I just keep thinking of if you if you're not if you're not concerned about the loss of your reproductive rights, you need to be thinking about what they're going to do to your contraception. Right. Because the IUD works after conception. So it, it is extremely, yes, it's, it's exactly right. So, right. I mean, these guys mean business. These, these guys mean to remove us from the workforce, to remove us from whatever gains we have achieved. They're taking away the voting rights of people in this country. You think they're not going to take away the rights that we have as women to act and be um, citizens equal under the law? Well, and the, it thing, scares me. the thing they're not understanding either is the effect this is going to have on men. Back when abortion was illegal 50 years ago, um, there weren't DNA tests. Nope. So women who got pregnant and had to carry the uh, pregnancy to term didn't have the option of suing the man for uh, child support Eternity. for the rest of his yeah. life, for the rest of the, the child's life. Now with DNA evidence and other techniques, that's going to be an issue with a lot of a lot of men who have have a one night stand and are forced to pay for the rest of their lives. Which they should have to. You know what? It's I'm 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 so yeah. tired of watching these women who, you know, you're seeing now you're seeing dead babies since this has started in Texas. We've seen babies rescued. Uh, out of a dumpster, um, that was serendipity. We've seen a baby left in a duffel bag in front of some firehouse, as, as, um, and that baby was dead. This is what's going to happen. You can't force a woman who doesn't want to become a parent to become a parent. That's right. And there's a desperation measures will will happen. And and uh, all the women that were faced horrible medical consequences for trying their own abortions and for doing things to to create a miscarriage uh, right. end up back in the hospitals that are already crowded with COVID patients. Well, and what's going to happen to those patients if they're in a state like Texas where they're paying people $10,000 to rat someone out? What happens when a 
someone uh, working in that hospital thinks that someone in for a miscarriage, maybe she did something to herself and she'd like to collect the $10,000. Right. You know, we're creating a society. I, I mean, I, I have a problem now that we're not too kind to one another and we, we're so, so, so much division. These laws can only create more. You know, you've got those that know everything, those devout Christians who know everything about what we ought to be doing in our lives. And then those of us who do believe that we do have the ability to make those decisions and that our God allows us to do so. Well, and bringing yeah. up religion, religious people get abortions, too. In fact, Catholics get abortions in greater percentages than other religions because of their ban on birth control. Absolutely correct. And I've heard women say, well, I'd rather have one abortion every two or three years than have to atone for taking the pill every day. I have heard that myself <laughs> more than one patient. It's it's, cra it's it's crazy, the thought processes. And the, the fact that America has been so progressive on abortion and reproductive rights for 49 years, and now we're on the brink of being one of the least progressive countries in the world on yeah. taking care of women's health. You know, and I think it's important that you realize both of us, we keep, we keep talking in terms of rights, but both of us see women. We see the women's faces, the women, the women who are making these decisions. And it's not something that's done lightly. And it's done because that's what they need. To, they think they need to do for their families and for their own lives. You know, who are we to presume to tell someone and what's going to happen when we do that? It, it's uh, this. It doesn't look good. I mean, I, if this doesn't make you angry, I think you'll be angry within within a year when you see what happens as a result of this. What do you think we can do? What should we do? I think you're going to have to figure out how do we help women get abortions because to think that it's going to stop because a state stops it, it is ridiculous. Women have always had abortions and they've done whatever it took to get that. Right. So whether it's um whether it's helping women with tra with traveling funds, whether it's because women are going to have to leave the state. Those, you know, many of us are able to afford to get on a plane and fly somewhere and fly back that day, but not most people in this country. So you're talking about poor women and, and minority women, and they're the women that are the most vulnerable here. These are the women who are not going to have any, um, funding available if they do continue a pregnancy. Mississippi is a prime example. So I think that's the first thing is figure out what you can do. Are you going to become part of the Underground Railroad that that helps women with travel to a, to a nearby state uh, or giving funds? You know, I, I'm going to say to you, do not give funds to Planned Parenthood. They have enough money. They, they have, uh, they get all the money because they're the most visible but your independent clinics and the clinics that are uh, opening up in other areas, um, those are the ones that are going to need your help. And if you don't want to help the clinics, help the women. There are you, have, so you, many. Have, you have a fund for Mississippi women. What's that fund? Actually, the uh, Pink House Fund. And that's exactly what it will do is not only provide funding for women who don't have the money, but funding for travel to get to some place. I mean, Guys, we're talking here of four, three and four states over. Right. You know, it's 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 uh, if you can't afford to fly to New York, uh, I don't even know what it would take. What does it take two or three days to drive to New York? 
Probably, um, but is your clinic in Mississippi and Jackson? Are they seeing, seeing clinics from other states? Oh, we're seeing Texas patients now. In Jackson, Mississippi, and that's what eight hour drive away. But the problem is, there are so many women from Texas trying to get an abortion that the waiting period's now two and three weeks long. Yeah, this is just with one state going. Can you imagine with twenty six states? I mean, we're talking. I I can't even imagine this, and I you know it, I can't it's, a, it's a collapse of society in, in a way. It is. It's, it's a total. It's a total reorganization of priorities and, a, and total desperation rules. It it is absolutely. I know how many of my family, how many of my friends have said to me over the years. That is never going to happen. Yeah, I know. They're never going to do this. And there are many of you right now who think that this court is not going to do this. I'd be happy to take a bet with any of you. But that's certainly leaning that way. Every every sign they've given is that it's going to be at least a a a a six to three decision, if not a five to four decision. Right. We just uh, don't have the is votes. probably the only one that that might be a little bit wavering, but it seems like the the far right on the court is is solid, solid. And that's all it takes. Yep. They have yep. the votes. I mean, they've got the votes, so there's there's no way around this. We we can no longer look at the Supreme Court as help. I think we have got to elect in 2024. We have got to elect more Democrats, more pro-choice well, people like- there. And 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 the they have to pass the um, the act in Congress to codify Roe versus Wade. Absolutely, absolutely. If we don't do that election in twenty twenty four, we're doomed. And another thing that's sad about all this is the champions of the nineteen seventy two Supreme Court case, uh, Sarah Weddington and Margie Pitzhame, are both gone. Um, yep. And and I don't I don't know of any other legal scholar, legal advocate who's stepping in their shoes and in terms of uh, really hitting hard and being creative and trying to figure out what to do with this. It's, uh, I think, you know, now it's, we're at a place, you know, thank goodness over the years, the Center for Reproductive Law and Policy has, has defended all of the clinics on these, but if you don't have any clinics, you don't have any defense. <laughs> well, and te- Texas has shown us once a clinic is, is closed, and even if yep. the law changes back to be okay, it's real hard for that clinic to open back up in the same spots. Absolutely. Uh, buildings get sold, staff di- dissipates, um, and, and, and once a clinic is gone, it's pretty much gone. It's just, um, you know, if you don't live in a state that... Um, feels that you as a woman have as have enough brains to make a decision on your own you're up a creek you're up a creek right now so would you say the shit has really hit the fan this time there's no, no joke no question no question i mean this there's no joke you're i mean i i looked at the most that jackson mississippi has is six months and that's on the that's the best that's the best i can hope for and that means every woman in that state, then you're going to see them start falling one right after the other. Louisiana, you know, that that's um, you're not you're not safe in Tennessee. You're not safe. <laughs> you're not safe anywhere unless it's California or New York. 
and some of the yeah. states around that, and, and Illinois mm-hmm. and some of the states around Illinois. Right, right. It, it, it's frightening. So what can the average person do out there besides voting Democrat? Because it's obviously the Republicans who are pushing that. It's not the Democrats. The Republicans are totally pushing the abortion ban and all sorts of other right-wing crazy things. Yep, no and, question. And, and it's a clear line. It's not. It's not even a. It's not even a. There's not discussion with any de- Republicans who are sensible and don't want this to happen. It, it, I think it's too. Half of those probably don't believe it's going to happen. If you've not been paying attention to what's going on, we've had these. We've had these frightening scenarios over the last what forty nine years, but. Right. This is not a scenario. This is reality. Um, you know, it, it's 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 there, and you're going to see it yourself in the next six months. I and think we also know we also know that many of those Republicans and their families have have had abortions and they certainly paid for abortions. Yeah, and their daughters have had abortions. Their wives, their, you know, their girlfriends, and so. But here's the deal, and they've got enough money. To have lunch, have an abortion, and be back home in time for dinner. If right. you have money or access to money, you're not going to have a problem. Right. Unfortunately, three quarters of the women, and that's a guess on my part, but three quarters of the women in this country don't have that privilege. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. okay, we're, we're going to do this hot flash report podcast every Saturday and every Wednesday and we'll have guests on and we'll try to delve into what we can do to stem this tide if anything and we we would appreciate your listening and and your action we appreciate your action we'd appreciate help and so this is Ann Rose and Diane Dursus saying stay cool hot flashers Come on back. Bye. Bye. We're tired of fighting for what we deserve. We're all pissed off and we demand to be heard. When shit hits the fan, it's Ed and Diane holding it down at the Hot Flash Report.